A teacher has been killed over dream blasphemy. A shoeless pilot in a stolen plane is intercepted. And the Ukraine calls for Nepal to ban Russian climbers from the Himalayas. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. I'm glad you joined me today. I have three very strange stories from around the world. Come on, let's get into it. A teacher in Pakistan has been killed over dream blasphemy. A teacher at an all-girls religious school in Pakistan was killed by a female colleague and two students who accused her of blasphemy. Pakistan police say this is the latest murder in the country related to the hugely sensitive issue of blasphemy. Now, few issues in Pakistan are as galvanizing as this blasphemy. Even the slightest suggestion of an insult to Islam can supercharge protests and even incite lynchings. And in this case, lead to the murder of a teacher. Wow, it's got to be very dangerous teaching at a religious school in Pakistan, I'll tell you right now. They probably don't pay you very much. This latest incident took place Tuesday in Dera Ismail Khan, which is in the country's ultra-conservative northwestern Kabur Patunkwa province, which borders Afghanistan. I think I got that right. Police say two students and a teacher ambushed this other teacher named Safura Bibi at the main gate of the school. They attacked her with a stick and a knife. Police officials say that she died after her throat was slit. Imagine attacking a teacher over blasphemy. Now, the main suspect is that other female teacher who planned this crime with two nieces that were studying at the school. So the students happen to be her nieces. Uh, Sounds to me like she's got some sort of ulterior motive. The girls told the police that their relative, also known as the, the other teacher, had a dream that this teacher, Sephora, had committed blasphemy. So the lady had a dream that she did? And, and then was like, I'm going to kill her. Huh? Sounds to me like it's a very confused lady who thinks her dreams are reality. I wish my dreams were reality. In my dreams, I'm six foot four. You can't just have a dream and then think this is, you know, a justifiable reason for killing a teacher. It's just a little. Let's get some more information. This is outrageous. The police officers think that the main suspect had a personal grudge. Yeah, you think? I find it hard to believe that she had a dream about blasphemy and then actually believed it. But I don't know. It's a very ultra-conservative region of the country. Maybe they believe their religious dreams. Uh, Now, these religious schools are called madrasas. And you can find them in the impoverished sections of Pakistan, where social services are chronically underfunded. The students in these areas can be easily brainwashed, it says, by hardline clerics who prize the learning of the Quran over other core subjects, such as math and science. It says here, rights groups claim Pakistan's blasphemy laws are often wielded to settle personal vendettas. Last year, a Sri Lankan factory manager working in Pakistan was beaten to death and set ablaze by a mob after being accused of blasphemy as well. The Center for Social Justice, an independent group advocating for the rights of minorities, says at least 84 people were accused of committing blasphemy last year and three people were killed by lynch mobs over similar allegations. Oh, my goodness. That's the end of the story. I don't want any more of this story. This is too depressing. I'm sorry. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, if you don't live there, not so depressing, right? We can all be grateful that we don't live in a region like this, where it's sort of like reminds me of the the Salem witch trials, you know, the witch hysteria. I lived in Salem, Mass. for a number of years. And it's a very cool historical place with a creepy background. And I love the old architecture. It's right on the ocean. It's close to Boston. It's a wonderful place. It has some sketchy history, though. There was a time when you just could accuse somebody of witchcraft, and then, bam, next thing you know, they're being hung. And it sounds like this is still going on in these rural places where you have... Um, where fundamentalist religion has just gone haywire. It's a dangerous place to be, man. And I thought being raised Catholic was difficult. I found it difficult to go in that little confession booth and tell some guy behind a screen that I touched myself. It's better than living in a, in a, within an ideology that if someone dreams about you touching yourself, they can just lynch you. You know? So, yeah, that's a positive. A shoeless pilot in a stolen plane was intercepted by the French Army. A French Army jet has intercepted a pilot at the controls of a stolen aircraft flying over Toulon after the pilot was reported to have disrupted the air traffic in the area. The plane was found to be, quote, contravening the rules of aircraft circulation, also known as driving like an asshole. The plane was escorted to land at the, I don't know if I can pronounce this. Let's try. Elemil Aerodrome? Elemiles? I can't even read French. I can't speak other languages. I'm never going to get out of this closet, man. Got no skills. Okay, the pilot was arrested. This happened at 9 on March 30th. Doesn't say if it's p.m. or a.m. The pilot is suspected of having stolen this aircraft in Italy before eventually coming to circulate above the air defense base in Toulon. He had flown in several no-fly zones along the way, including over the naval base, and had neither established radio contact nor shared a flight plan. A flight plan. A flight plan. <laughs> a flight plan was not shared. Yeah, of course, he stole a plane. You don't share your flight plans if you steal a plane. Nor do you make radio contact. You just stole a plane. You're trying to make no contact. You can, you're, not, you're not following any plan. In fact, this is probably his first time in a plane. Um, the pilot was in his 30s, spoke in English. Uh, it's a Florida man, probably. The pilot did not have any legal documentation on him and said he was originally from Slovakia, which sounds like a place that has amazing falafel. The pilot was also flying without shoes. Just a shoeless pilot. How do you fly a plane without shoes? That's very impressive. Although Fred Flintstone operated a Paleolithic car with no shoes for many years. I guess you could fly a plane without shoes if you put your mind to it. That means, though, that he stole the plane without shoes as well. <laughs> That's pretty impressive to steal a plane when you're not wearing shoes. He was intercepted after failing to respond to radio calls and is now in police custody. The army jet that intercepted him was a French Mirage 2000 fighter jet, which took off from the airbase in Orange, Vaucluse. Um, the Orange Carreta airbase is one of the sites in permanent operation tasked with monitoring and protecting the French airspace. You've got to protect that French airspace, man. I don't know how anybody can fly through French airspace given all that cigarette smoke that's in the sky. <laughs> Get it? Because the French smoke like chimneys, bro. Now it says here the Air Force, Le Army de l'Espace. 
I'm going to say that again. Confirmed the incident in a tweet and added that in 2027, 170 abnormal situations required airspace intervention by fighter jets or helicopters. 170 abnormal situations. People just trying to fly, fly through the French airspace erratically without announcing their flight plan or making radio contact and flying without shoes or other attire. Well, at the end of the day, this gives the French Army and Air Force something to do, at least, you know, because as we all know, they can't really fight very well. So, you know, pulling over civilians with no shoes is that's right up their alley, I'd say. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Window. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Ukraine calls for Nepal to ban Russian climbers from the Himalayas. Or is it Himalayas? I've heard it said both. I'm going to say Himalayas because I think it's cooler. Nine Russians total have been given permits to climb some mountains in Nepal this spring. Despite calls from Ukrainian diplomats and mountaineers for them to be banned after President Putin sent troops into Ukraine. A diplomatic note from the Ukrainian embassy to Nepal's government says numerous international sports federations have barred Russian athletes. Uh, Here's a quote from the letter. Taking into consideration the above, the esteemed Nepalese side is kindly requested to ban Russian mountaineering teams until the end of Russian invasion into Ukraine. That was my attempt at a Ukrainian accent. I don't think it was very good. I'll try again some other time. Officials in Nepal say, no, we're not going to do that. We're not going to ban Russian climbers. They're going to continue to issue permits to anyone that abides by their government's rules and regulations and their climbing protocol. They say there has been no change in our policy so far. We believe our mountains are global assets and any country's citizens willing to visit them for attainment of peace should be allowed to do so as long as they do it within our legal provisions. And I agree with this decision. Let them climb. If they want to climb the Himalayas, they obviously don't want nothing to do with what's going over there. They're like, maybe they don't even agree. They're like, this is a shit show. Where should we go? How about up that tall mountain? (laughs) Let's Let's get some fresh air and get out of here, attain some peace. Let them. And by the way, any Russian models over there, ladies, who want to get out, come and meet me over here. I'll take you to a coffee shop. We'll go sing some karaoke. You probably want nothing to do with what's going on over there. I welcome you, beautiful, tall Russian models. I've seen you. I am extending a peaceful futon for you to sleep on. (laughs) Okay, it says here the Ukrainian embassy in Delhi says it made its request to the Nepalese embassy. in the middle of March, but the Nepalese embassy officials told the media they had received no communication on the issue. Well, clearly they received communication because they had a response to it. For the climbing season, which occurs in spring, it lasts until the end of May, one Russian climber has received a permit to climb Mount Annapurna, which is 8,000 meters. Eight other Russians have been given permits to climb peaks below 6,500 meters. Now, someone disagrees in this story, someone named Irina, who's the first Ukrainian woman to ever ascend Everest and K2. So she comes with, a, with some credentials here. She wrote on Instagram that Russians should not have the privilege of climbing as long as war is continued. 
She writes, no peace, no climb. Hopefully soon we will have peace and climb. And it says, in addition to this, no Ukrainian climbers are expected this spring. Uh, They had around 35 climbers from the Ukraine that was coming for different mountains, including Everest, but all of them have canceled, apparently. Uh, It says they've seen cancellations from Russians as well as other European climbers because of the war as well. Nepal's Department of Tourism has so far issued permits for 13 expedition teams to climb mountains above 8,000 meters this spring season. Of the 97 climbers in these teams, only one is from Russia. More permits may be issued before mountaineers usually begin their first I'm sorry, their final ascent in May, so the total number could change. However, expedition operators say the war has caused a significant decline in business overall. Well, this is a nightmare issue, of course. I probably shouldn't talk much about it, but I will say this. I mean, I don't assume all Russians agree with what's going on. I just don't. I don't think you can make those sweeping generalizations with people. I mean, that would be like me refusing to play softball on Sunday because the other team had a Russian player. That just seems silly to me. Uh, Obviously, some Russians aren't interested in that. They're onto other things. They want to go to other countries and get the hell away. They want to go find some peace. They want to try and live a life, a normal life in other places. That's just the way I see it. Do you guys agree? Call my show, 646-450-2012. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. We're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Oh, hello, governor. How you guys doing today? Uh, today's episode a little serious. Sorry about that. I try to make it as funny as possible. You know, we do the best we can around here at Weird AF News. It's just a one-man show, though. I don't have any writers. Uh, but I, uh, you know, I try to bring some levity to even the stories that are disastrous, really. Uh, you, know, you can always look on the bright side of life, right? But I like to pimp this, this uh, podcast out as a nice sort of uh, divergence from mainstream news which can be kind of depressing but then i realize sometimes the weird the weird news can be depressing too so i try to choose stories that are not so bad um and by the way i appreciate all the stories you guys send me to you you guys really you really come up big i'm getting stuff every day and i appreciate that uh, i got a an email from kiva an angel uh she kiva writes hey man the weather was nice today how's the weather there well the weather's always nice here in los angeles she says, I've never been to California, but my husband has. I've always wanted to go to the San Diego Zoo. Yeah, you should come sometime, Kiva. It's a great place. She writes, random thought. What about West Virginia Wednesday? I'm originally from West Virginia. There's some really weird things going on there. Hope all is well over there. Good luck with your life, man. Kiva and Angel. Yeah, I've been to West Virginia. It's, it's pretty nuts, I have to say. And I appreciate the suggestion. Uh, I think I'm just going to stick to the Florida Friday. If I if I get another day, then it's going to limit what I do. I like to keep my options open the rest of the days of the week to be able to grab as much weird news as possible. You know, I want to open it up to, you know, everywhere, the the whole world. Because you know, oftentimes I find some of the weirdest stuff is happening in places like Japan. You know, I've got so much weird shit's going on over there. And, you know, I want to keep that open. So um, doing another 
day would would limit me. So I'm gonna keep the Florida Friday and uh, keep the other days open for now, anyways. But I appreciate the suggestion, Kiva and Angel. And if any of you listeners have a suggestion on how I can make this production better, feel free to to reach out to me. I will read your stuff and and take your suggestion into consideration. I really will. A lot of this stuff I thought about though, because I think about this show all the time. Put a lot of thought into it. So I appreciate that anyways. It shows you give a damn, guys. So shout out to Kiva and Angel. You guys can send me messages to funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also DM me at funnyjones on the Instagram. Oh, yeah. Uh, Someone wrote to me yesterday saying that I wasn't pronouncing badminton correctly. Um, I know know there's an an N as in Nancy in there, like badminton. Badminton? But uh, I don't know. Where I'm from in Boston, we say badminton. We just say badminton. Uh, That's how I've said it all my life badminton i didn't realize that i'm saying it like a dummy so how do you guys say badminton just maybe if you want to correct me or i don't know i I just thought i was doing it but apparently not (laughs) people out there were like what the hell is he saying (laughs) okay what can i say i'm just i'm just a regular dude i really i don't you know i'm not perfect here just doing the best i can (laughs) trying to do the best i can with the limited education I've had it in my life. Anyways, tomorrow's Friday, I'm happy to say. It's going to lead you into the weekend with what? Yeah, a Florida Friday episode. All the news from the week from Florida. So send me Florida articles between now and tomorrow. If you can, if you come across them. Uh, you can tweet them to me as well, at Funny Jones. You can slide into my Instagram DMs, at Funny Jones. You can email them to me. You can even send them through the website, weirdafnews.com. There is a place where you can submit a, a link or submit a story right on the website. If you'd like to support the show, which I would appreciate it, if you would consider helping Jonesy maintain his caffeinated levels in the closet. Closet caffeination! (laughs) What's wrong with me? Anyways, join the Patreon. Just check it out. Patreon.com slash weirdafnews or download the Patreon app and uh, search for Weird AF News and consider supporting. We'll see you tomorrow for Florida Friday. Looking forward to it, my friends. Thank you for being here with me. I appreciate your loyal eardrums.